Welcome to Intel's Conversations in the Cloud. I'm your host, Jake Smith. Join me as I speak with guests from across the world about the latest advancements in the cloud and edge computing, data center technology, network infrastructure, security, artificial intelligence, and more. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you may be in the world. My name is Jake Smith, and welcome to another episode of Conversations in the Cloud. I am honored to be joined today by Lorenzo Farnacciari, VP of Strategy at iGenius. Welcome, Lorenzo. Thank you, Jake, and excellent pronunciation. <laughs> oh, that's so very kind. Lorenzo, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and iGenius? Sure. So. I am currently covering the role of VP of strategy in a genius. I've been in the company for three years, more or less so far. And in my previous experience, I worked as a consultant in Accenture strategy. So let me talk a little bit about iGenius. So at iGenius, we want to reimagine data and analytics, bringing it to the next level. And we do that with Crystal, which is our product. That is an augmented analytics platform that is designed for business users and leverages AI to augment data interaction and decision making. Within our product is used in different components, starting from its core paradigm, which is basically a context-driven conversational user experience whereby users can actually perform analysis using their own business jargon, as if we're actually talking with a colleague, and also in multiple languages. And it's really on this particular application of AI that Intel has actually greatly helped us by optimizing the model's training time and also the inference. There are key aspects of our natural language approach, which, just to be clear and to clarify, is not really NLQ based, but it differs by, for example, applying some named entity recognition models, full text search models that can actually be applied also to client specific data. So just to give you an example, we might have in our data geographic dimension where we might have several values that relate to United States. We might have United States or Virgin Islands and so forth. So what we do with our conversational approach is that if we would then ask our platform, show me the trend of a particular KPI for United States, then the system would provide us with some disambiguation options that give us the flexibility to choose the actual value or multiple values that I wanted, even if I actually didn't specify exactly what was in the data as an NLQ approach that actually requires a one-to-one -one match. And then I could move on throughout the conversation by asking end in that particular other geographic dimension rather than end that particular KPI by keeping the United States of America, for example, context. So really, these are some of the differentiators we have from a regular NLQ. And Intel has, in fact, supported us by optimizing several aspects of this feature. So we have briefly talked about one application of AI in our product, but AI is also applied in other components of Crystal, such as, for example, some auto ML capabilities, where we might have some descriptive analytics, recommendation engine, and also our embedded and out-of-the-box anomaly detection alerting. 
So these are some features and approaches that we are convinced will strongly contribute to further embrace the so-called augmented consumer. For our listeners, can you go into detail on what the augmented consumer means? Sure. So basically, the augmented consumer is the next expected big thing in the analytics MBI, whereby in particular, the focus here goes directly and explicitly into the non-technical data consumers that might have relatively lower data literacy, but actually that compose an untapped user base that owns decision-making processes and wouldn't be independent otherwise. So this can also be translated into the self-service BI. And therefore, this kind of user base that might even go over the 50 or actually 60% of the overall end users that actually need the insight coming from the data is actually looking for a balanced mix of push and pull paradigms that can then be enriched by proactive capabilities, recommendations, and collaboration features within the platform. That is, by the way, an area we are really focusing on right now that actually allows then business users to share and collaborate through sending, for example, messages or notes within a single product, within our product, in order also to boost a concept of unified communication on data. Wow. So it allows the enterprise to now essentially create a chat between data models and the inference models that you're building. Exactly, exactly. We are really aiming to remove the barriers between the business person and the data in order to really democratize all the insights that are actually hidden and available in the data to boost a decision-making process. Wonderful. And that's probably one of the reasons that Gartner recognized you. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about the Gartner recognition? Because that's a very big deal. Exactly. No, thank you for bringing that up, Jake. So, Among the several recognitions that we received by Gartner, we've been recognized as a cool vendor in AI core technologies. That is a recognition that has been given to five companies globally for our usage and application of AI in our product, that is Crystal. And another important mention that we received is being recognized as global leaders within the a market guide for augmented analytics that is including the overall, in fact, main players in such area that are somehow disrupting the traditional paradigm of visual-based exploration. I also wanted to mention, since you bring that up, we also had the chance to present the new version of our product some weeks back in the Data and Analytics Summit in Orlando. That is one of the main global events for such market. And it was really a great event. We had the chance to present our solution to the whole world, to an interest community of peers and to end users to gather some very interesting and relevant feedback. That's so outstanding. You know, one of the things that I'm so appreciative of the work that your team is doing because you're really setting the next frontier, you talked about democratizing AI. Can you delve into that a little bit more, Lorenzo? Yeah, sure. So democratizing AI, Basically, we do believe that AI means artificial intelligence, but if in order to leverage the capabilities of AI 
you actually need to own certain technical skills or have a certain degree of knowledge into the technology, then it wouldn't be that intelligent, right? So what we're really trying to do with artificial intelligence is to boost simplification and the easiness of usage of the data and analytics in order really to embrace a variety of business users that can benefit from AI and not only data scientists or data engineers or technical users. Outstanding. So can you give our listeners a little peek into where they can find out more information? Of course. So first of all, we have our website that is www.igenius.ai where we'll be able to find some product information, uh, our journal section that is very interesting with some blogs that we produce and also some interesting resources and use cases that we have. Of course, also on our LinkedIn page that you can find by typing iGenius. We regularly post some articles and some relevant news, such as, for example, the latest Series A plus funding round that we managed to close last month of 10 millions. Congratulations. Thank you. So, Lorenzo, this is really my favorite part, and apparently the listeners like it too. Can you give us a little insight into the future of AI and the future of where iGenius is headed? That's a very good question. I think the future of AI, and let's say for the purpose of this chat, I would apply to the data and analytics sector that is the one we actually focus on. I do believe that we are headed in a direction where, as we discussed, the consumer, the business user will be really the center of the technology, of the processes, and in general, of the strategy of such companies. And we are already seeing that. In particular, we moved from an initial paradigm of the traditional business intelligence that relied on static dashboards, difficult to configure, time-consuming, and also difficult to analyze from a variety of actually user base. We are now moving towards the augmented analytics that is actually adding some AI capabilities to the actual visualization paradigm. And I am convinced that the next step would be to further simplify, democratize, and consumerize the user experience of such tools in order then to align them with some B2C mobile applications that we have for example, and really make sure that literally every user can actually benefit from the advantages that AI on the analytics can provide on a daily basis. Lorenzo, on behalf of Intel, it's been an honor to have you on our show. On behalf of Lorenzo Fornasciari, Vice President of Strategy at iGenius, my name is Jake Smith, and this has been another episode of Conversations in the Cloud. Wherever you may be, we wish you a good morning, good afternoon, and good night.